Buzzkill. The podcast where it's better if you drink with us. So don't worry. We'll be here. Go grab yourself a drink and relax. What are you waiting for? Go! Open some luminous that you cannot find reason. Okay, stop it. Hey, welcome back. Hope you got yourself a drink, because this is our first episode, so we're just as nervous as you. It's awesome. Um, I haven't stopped sweating all night, so it's great. Cheers. As you may or may not know, my name's Bianca Skye. I'm a tattooer here at Red Rabbit Tattoo. Um, I basically decided to start this podcast to just, like, introduce you to me and some of my friends, and so you could have a cocktail hour with us. So, my first guest is my best friend. She's a lot of things. She's done a lot of shit. But the best way I could describe her is... As my wife. The wife. A very aggressive wife. (laughs) Um... Even though we don't publicly have sex, she does share me with my boyfriend in all of my free time. And she, unbeknownst to most people, has the largest collection of my tattoo work of any client of mine. She's my best friend. She's my wife. She's my partner in crime. She's my COVID circle, which is why we're not wearing masks. She's everything to me. Uh, Her name is Meg Montgomery. She's this beautiful lady sitting next to me. Uh, our friendship's uncanny, and it's perfect, and it's stupid, and we have a great fucking time together. So I couldn't pick a better guest to have for my first episode. Um, when I met Meg, Meg had, what did you have, like two or four? Like four tattoos. Four tattoos, black like, small, personal. Not, not in great places, just no. wherever. Bad placement choices. Just wherever. But it was... Typical tattoo client. It was, I got this meaningful tattoo with my family member or my friend. I put it where we decided it looked good at the time. And um, now I want a real tattoo. So the first tattoo we did on her, um, she was kind of testing the waters with me because I was still being a huge asshole to her at the time. And by the time we had spent three hours together, we became best friends. So I did this chicken foot on her leg, or on her leg. (laughs) On your human she, leg. She put, arm, she put, put a, leg a chicken her. leg on my human arm. Uh, years ago. And um, ever since then, we've built this relationship as not only friends, but she's my client, too. Um, and Meg has gone from a person... We've had this conversation many times, I think, mm-hmm. in my house when we're drunk like we are tonight. Hey, welcome to Buzzkill. That there's a difference between people who have tattoos and tattoo people. Um, tattoo people are people that are in it for lack of a better phrase, the love of the game. Um, I'm one of those people where when I choose to get tattooed, I pick an artist whose stuff I really, really like. And then I do something that they're really into. I want them to do their best work. I want them to have the most fun. Meg didn't start out that way, but Meg became that way. And she is what we consider in the industry, a true collector. Um, so I guess my my biggest question for you, like right off the top, is what changed for you? What what took you from being a person who just has tattoos to a person that above anything else has knowledge of a secret industry where n- nobody really knows how our job works and and you do? Mm-hmm. So how'd you get there? 
So I feel like a big part of my mid twenties was getting sucking my butthole, like definitely sucking your butthole, but getting a whole bunch of tattoos uh, from you and the Red Rabbit and Asheville like community um, and like realizing like the purpose that it brings and like the almost strength that it brings to be like a tattooed person. So it's been really incredible to just like. So for you, like what what specifically strength do you derive from having tattoos? Like with your background and like, I'm, I'm almost wondering, can, can you share a little bit of your background and where you came from and, and how you got to this place of like deciding to be basically a tattoo model for, for our family at least. Well, I just loved the tattoos from you and, and your family and uh, being able to collect the art and the pieces from those tattoo artists really helped me like feel empowered in the body that I have today. I know that I've always said, like, if you don't love it, just tattoo over it. Like mm-hmm. I've got like a couple of varicose veins on my legs that instead of being like blasted out with sailing, I'm like, Oh, just fucking like put this tattoo over it. Nobody will ever notice. Like, I feel like for me, like anything I didn't love about my body, I just tattooed. Like I've got dudes that come in that are super skinny and feel tough as soon as they get like sleeves or like, For me, like, I've always joked that, like, I'm going to get my full stomach tattooed so I can fluctuate, like, 30 pounds at any time and nobody will ever notice because, like, I've got, like, this sick fucking, like, badass stomach tat. I hope somebody tattoos my stomach while I am dead asleep so that I don't have to actually experience having my stomach tattooed. Like, I Um, want that experience. anybody's, like, a registered anesthesiologist and you want to hit us (laughs) up, um... Hi, we love you. You're our best friend because I need to get my stomach tattooed too. And I should have done it when I was 18 and had a much higher time. I also just really want to get my stomach tattooed for that idea of being strong and being powerful. But I just mm, don't want to get my stomach tattooed because I'm not actually that strong and that powerful. So somebody just knock me just the do fuck it. out. Just, just do it. Just do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, you know, what's hilarious is that like, a lot of times I joke about the fact that like when my friends come and get tattooed, like I tattooed a couple of my friends yesterday and like I always book like an exorbitant amount of time because I know like they're going to be late. We're going to get lunch. We're going to talk shit. They're going to change their design. We're going to do all this stuff. Um, you're just one of the best clients I have and you're my best friend, which is disgusting. Um, you never Gross. change appointment times on me. You're always on time. Sometimes she brings me food too, which is like, the key to my heart. I love it. I try my best. Um, she's also brought me stick on mustaches before, which is never a bad time, but you're a really good client. You write a really well thought out email. Um, you sit really well, you do all these great things. What was your experience in like going from a person? I know how jarring it is to get your first tattoo and you walk in and you kind of deal with this rough person. It's like, okay, fine. Here goes. Shut up, sit down. Like, are you ready? And they wrap you up and you, you walk out and it's almost like, it's almost like losing your virginity where you just like open your eyes and you're like, Oh, where am I? This Dear moment? Jesus, okay, where am I? Where am I? What happened to me just now? Like how, who did I let just talk to me like that? Um, and treat me like that. But like, how do you go from being just a person that decides to get a tattoo one day to being like a fucking fabulous client? Like I have every faith in the world that you could go to another country and get a tattoo mm-hmm. 
and they wouldn't blink at you twice because you are like immaculate at what you do. Well, it's really funny because the like number one, like goal to being a solid client is boundaries, which you think would be so obvious, but well, but if people don't have boundaries in real life, how are they supposed to have them professionally? I mean, like fair enough, but like every tattoo artist I know, like says on all of their social media accounts, like how they want to be like contacted, what like information they want to be given, like when their next availability is. And it's just so I, I personally feel like it's so disrespectful to send them a message. If you just bought, if you just don't give a shit about the information that they've just given you and you don't feel the need to like, you know, help out in the process moving forward. Uh, I think it's really important to like vibe with your tattoo artist. And I also feel like it's important to do pieces that your tattoo artist wants to do. I mean, the last like 10 to 12 tattoos I've gotten have been tattoos that the tattoo artist has like wanted to do. Yeah. And I, you know, even coming from other professional standpoints, like I went to get my nails done in Toronto and these girls are, are people that do immaculate work and, I know wanting to book an appointment with them, I'll read their whole bio and they're like, I'm not taking off someone else's work. You need to come with fresh nails. Like you can't bring your boyfriends to the appointment. Like there's all these things. And so, you know, they'll be like, book me through text or whatever. And so I know that as a client for other people, I read all that stuff and respect people's boundaries. Um, but I can't tell you how many times, like I'll put no DMS with two big red X's in my bio. I feel like I need to change my Instagram name to just like, please don't DM me. Um, <laughs> and it's not out of bitchiness. It's out of the fact that if I'm not following you back and you try to contact me, it does go into my filtered messages because it's a professional page. Mm -hmm. And then when I go to draw for you, you know, I read every email you've sent me. I, I go over our conversations. I listen to the details that you find important. If I have to check seven different places to find that, you know, it's not going to be my best work. And I do feel like people are really clear. Um, but I feel like a lot of people don't read that stuff. And I feel like as well, you brought up the point of, you know, trusting the people that you go to. Mm -hmm. I've always had the standard for myself getting tattooed because I consider myself a collector as well. I don't have a lot of tattoos by myself. You know, um, I get tattooed by other people. I want to see their work that if you like 90% of what somebody does, you're going to like what they draw for you. So give them a little trust and you give a lot of trust. How's mm. that been for you? As you know, you were a person that dictated your very first tattoos to being a person. Like I know personally you being my client that you'll go, well, here's my like really vague idea and have fun with it. And you always walk in and you're always stoked. Well, I realized with you off the bat that you always look to the future when you're planning out tattoos I had a bunch of tattoos that I got when I was younger, when I didn't really know how tattooed I'd be as I got older. And whenever you plan out a tattoo, you always think about how it's going to relate to the other tattoos around it. And I really appreciate that about you. And the funny thing is that Sky has tattooed my little brother. Who I did it his first tattoo. <laughs> Sky is one of my the most like strange and conservative and lovely and sweet and wonderful human being of all time. But I was terrified to touch your brother because it's your brother. He's he's very particular. And you're my angel. Yeah. And 
Uh, but he he recognizes skill and talent. And it's honestly very strange to watch your brother like relinquish some control too, because he's like mm-hmm. very, very specific person. And he walked into the shop and you had given me all these warnings about like, and he's probably going to nitpick this and please don't be mad at him. And like from the second he rolled in, he was like, Oh, I'm down with whatever. And I love it. And whatever you do, I'm like so fine with. And I was just mm-hmm. like, who are you as a person? So like, he's just me, but skinnier and taller um, and better at, Finishing and like school. a semi-human uh, puppet, <laughs> yeah. Uh, who educates the youth of the future? And I wouldn't have anybody else do it, dear God. It <laughs> shouldn't be me. But uh, he definitely noticed off the bat that you knew what you were doing. And placement is so important when you're talking about getting tattoos because I've had tattoo artists place things on my body in ways that don't really help out when I get more tattoos in the same area. And you don't think about that when you're a wee baby and you're getting tattooed for the first time. Everybody's body shapes so differently too. So Mm -hmm. like, it's the same thing with hair. Like I used to do hair several years ago. People that are close to me all know that. Um, But you know, just because a haircut looks good on your favorite actress doesn't mean it'll look good on you. You don't have the same face shape. You don't have the same hair type. It's the same thing with tattooing. Your body is shaped differently from another person's. We're very individual. So I tend to put things on the way they flow with the body. But I always ask people like, you do have those people that are going to have a couple of really small tattoos. So if they want to put something really tiny in the middle of their forearm, I'm not going to say shit about it. I can tell the personality type. When I can tell that you're a person that's going to get sucked into the lifestyle and be very heavily tattooed, you know and I know that everybody makes the mistake of taking up prime real estate with something stupid. Mm. You put a ship above your knee when you knew you were going to want a full thigh piece. Woof. Woof. I put shit on my torso when I didn't realize I was going to want a full stomach piece. Yeah. I put shit on, I put lettering on my chest that I hate now and I'm doing a cover up of. I loved it at the time. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's whatever. You live and you grow and, and you do these things, but what's some of the best advice you could give to someone who's just getting into getting tattooed? So honestly, if you are just starting to get tattooed, the best advice I can give you is to listen to your tattoo artist because I feel like. <laughs> I mean, to a professional, what are we talking about? It's, it's wild. And I, I'm not trying to like, really like you're burning a bridge here with a lot of rock you off the start, but I feel like placement and size are so important and they're so hard for us as little normies that don't just like stab people for a living to understand off the bat that you you see what you want and you want what you like. And it's the same thing of like, it's like a gamble. Mm-hmm. You don't see 10 years down the road. It's like investing in a stock. You'll think it's wise to invest $50 and it could make you 10 grand or you could lose money off the back end. But when you listen to a stock worker who's a professional, you might come out and then like, you know, it's anything. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to give myself bangs or I'm going to go get bangs from a person that fucking cuts hair. Like, but also hear me out. Fuck. Hear me out. <laughs> As a plus size bitch, I'm like... I know so many women that have gotten thigh tattoos. They've gotten like two to three thigh tattoos and then they're done because there's no more space. I fortunately have so much space. Man, I never have to stop getting thigh tattoos because it's never ending. Yeah, so I just get really tired of like the excuse of, well, I'll get my 
stomach tattooed when I lose 20 pounds or like, mm-hmm. well, I'm going to have a baby. So I don't want to get my hip tattooed because of stretch marks or like, oh, I just feel, don't feel comfortable with my thighs. Like if I haven't loved something, I'll fucking tattoo over it. And then I love it. But your body's going to ex- expand and move with your tattoos. I've fluctuated 40, 50 pounds since high school. I've had my half sleeve since I was 18. It looks exactly the same. And to me, getting tattoos has always been a point of like, if I didn't like something, I was just going to tattoo it. And then it's badass. And I know that you and I have talked to each other about that, but like how much of this has been just like a look, I guess an exercise in loving your body. I honestly feel like a majority of my tattoo experience has been exercise in loving my body. I mean, every piece that I've gotten tattooed has made me feel better about that space that I had tattooed. I I love getting tattooed and it's kind of been a weird experience because it's like type two kind of fun, you know? Yeah. yeah it's yeah. not fun to actually do well, it. I mean, it I fucking like, hurts and it sucks and you have to heal something, but at the same time, it's like such mm-hmm. a source of pride and accomplishment and then you get to wear this thing that you love and... And like sometimes your wife is your tattoo artist and like... <laughs> She takes out all her anger and aggression on you. But and then when you make one small whimper, she tells you to stop complaining. I'm not saying that it was like super traumatic. I'm just saying it was like semi-traumatic. I mean, don't ask me to tattoo your kneecap if you don't want me to hurt you. I think that was mostly peer pressure, but I'll leave that to the court to decide. Look, Carlos and I agree that it was all worth it. If the needle is for microderming... It doesn't belong inside my kneecap. <laughs> I mean, your mom and I agreed as long as I don't tattoo your face or your neck, like we're chill. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, it's fine. Okay. So it's bef- a conspiracy. So just like real quick, can we talk about your dad? All right. All right. Very okay. Much. So you guys don't know this. Nobody knows this. I know this. Um, I didn't choose to love Meg because of this. I found out about this later, so don't judge me. But before I was a tattooer, little known fact, I was going to join the FBI. I wanted to be a part of the behavioral analysis unit. I wanted to catch killers. Um, Meg's dad uh, is a renowned war hero. He is a veteran of the FBI. He started a lot of the programs that we have now for catching serial killers and really terrible people and he's my hero and I want him to adopt me and be my grandpa forever and hold me in a papoose like a baby. So can we just talk about your dad for a second? I'm not saying that my only serious friendship in Asheville has to do like specifically with my father and what he's done in the FBI, but it's not, not that way. He's my hero and I love him. Please be my papa. Um, we FaceTime him every Christmas And I love him. And if you want to look him up, his name is Robin Montgomery and he is a national hero and a national treasure. And, um, yeah. So I'd be more uncomfortable about this if my dad understood how the internet works. He doesn't. And he'll never see this. I love you, Robin. You're my hero. Be my best friend. I want to sit on your lap and watch always sunny with you forever and ever. Amen. You can catch the Unabomber, but you don't understand how YouTube works. I'm what like, is TikTok? I don't know. Um, so before we cut for a mini break, do you have anything you want to ask me as a client, as something mm-hmm. that you've always wanted to know about the tattoo industry, but you're too scared to ask? Okay. So what's the worst 
subject line you can put in an email for getting tattooed? Well, first of all, none. Um, I guess you could address me as hey bitch and we don't know each other. Uh, worst subject line. I have $10. Okay, that's fair. No, uh, worst one I've ever gotten has just been like how much question mark. And then in the actual email it was just a photo of someone else's tattoo, but it like wasn't even a good tattoo. Like it wasn't like I was blown away by it. And I was like, oh shit, let me actually think of a price and think how I'm going to like rise to this level. It was like a piece of shit back alley scratcher tattoo mm. that was like carved into somebody's shoulder blade. And I was like, I mean, for it to look exactly like that. Um, Maybe they just wanted the spirit of that like, tattoo. Your eternal soul. Like, I don't want anybody's firstborn. So like. I mean. Gross. Yeah, it was just like a super good day. I tattoo them. I mean, you know, they're my boys. So. If they're your boys, what did uh, what did you end up tattooing on them, Sky? Um, well, I tattooed them and I tattooed myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, numbers, bro. It's the newlywed game. It's the newlywed game. Welcome to the newlywed game. I'm your host Tristan Rosenberg, and we're here with Sky and Meg, and we're getting kind of lit right now. Let's start this shit up. My glass is a chip. Oh, cheers to that, I guess. Ooh. Ooh. All right. I guess pull our first prompt. First question is, what would your wedding song be? Interesting question. And show it to the crowd. Alrighty, go ahead and show it to me. We'll read it out. We got Kiss from a Rose from Sky. <laughs> um, that's actually by Seal. That's a drawing of a seal. Um, my Instagram is at Tattoos by Sky, and I will put this on you as a tramp stamp if you just fucking email me. All right, well, Meg has Boot Scoot and Boogie. Oh, the club remix. Sit so, down. I'm going to say this right now. After our first question, I'm considering how well you both know each other. Now. Oh, these could both be our wedding songs. These are right. both on our well, wedding. Let's go ahead and do our playlist. second question. I'm not gonna lie, I'm getting. Did you to a buy point. markers with erasers? Yeah, yeah, obviously. I'm getting to a point where I'm a little nervous about what, where this My is going to take our relationship. Yeah, but you bought markers with erasers, right, so erase nothing can ruin it. Okay, this okay, is okay. Fire question. This yeah, is but great. you thought my wife. I cannot wait to hear what y'all have to say with this. You okay, I'm like, I'm ready. It's gonna be birth and done. Stuff. All right. Second question is going to be if she had a superpower, what would it be? You have it. Let's go ahead and see what we got. Uses her labia to fly. Aww. Wow. You That's know me so impressive. well. What do you got? We got mind reading or ass kicking. Well, we already know Scott can kick ass. Honestly, like labial girth is something that is just not I know really. You, I know you're proud of it. And I know that if you could flap those wings, you would be the wind beneath my wings. I don't know how that works. I'll spread those wings and, and I'll learn fly. how to fly. Yes. 
I know what it takes yes. until I reach the sky. Thank That's God. what it is. That's what it is. Great, great, I've great. always, right, I've always said Kelly Clarkson. Let's get to our next question. Who is more anxious? <laughs> to this question. All righty. Let's see what we got. We got Peter Gabriel <laughs> and <yourself>. Meg. <laughs> um, I'm actually just going to vote that she wins this round. I was just trying to be nice. Well, there we Peter go. Gabriel's made some fashion choices that makes me think that he gets nervous in the moment. And honestly, anxiety keeps me on my toes. So thanks for propelling me through life, anxiety. My life, wife. All right, yeah. well, guys, I'll be honest with you. We're two for one right now. One leading on Meg because you gave her that last point. So let's hope that this goes a little bit better. Fourth question right now is how did you meet? And let's hope that this answer correlates with both of what you have to say. Oh, yeah. Cool. All right. Go ahead and show them. <laughs> there we go. That's we're getting, like aggressively we're getting some similarities similar. now. In the Angry game. hush puppy exchange and slutty redheaded <laughs> hush puppies. I feel like that's a tie. Definitely, y'all know each other on that question. <laughs> we also know the person that, that introduced us very well. Yeah. All right, we're going sorry, four I'm for sorry, three now. Yeah, that's I'm great. Really sorry. All right. <laughs> we don't but you will help, one. and you know it. Go yes. ahead and erase your boards. We're going to go for our fifth question. What are her worst Habits. Oh my gosh, I cannot imagine what that's. What if we well, break up right now? I need a We got fucking flying with a labia a minute ago, so. Hey, I, I appreciate imagine. her labia. I can't even imagine what you're about to write, Scott. I know Meg's sitting here writing some. some if you've ever now. had to jump off of a cliff just out of nowhere. You ready for this one? All right, show them bitches. We got always late except for <laughs> tattoos on skies, and we have. For me. Love, love for me. Love for you. Love for you. Yeah, okay, sorry, I can't read a heart. Is my, is my greatest what? Greatest, what was it? Greatest uh, habit. Her worst habit. My worst sorry. habit. Worst habit. Love for, oh, it's oh, like true. Honestly, it's like a fucking habit. addiction. I call her day and night. I like. Yeah. I thought heroin was hard to quit, but. I mean, that's a good friend, though, as long as you know you can get away with it. But your butthole is harder to quit. Oh, man. I've heard about it. Here's one that's going to tell you guys' All right, let's go. Who is more emotional in this relationship? I mean, should we list an example or? Go ahead and list an example. Yeah, go for it. You guys can tell a story about it too. Go ahead and list something real quick. We'll get a little storytelling going on with it. And just so you know, if you're ever trying to get a badass tattoo, come down here to Red Rabbit Tattoo. Cause this is the fucking spot if you want 11 out of 10 tattoos all fucking day. Netflix original movies, I go, I'll cry it fucking anything challenged me one time i had pms and i was walking down the sidewalk and there was a skittle that somebody crushed and i couldn't understand how somebody did that to that poor skittle and i had a fucking nervous breakdown so enjoy being me for a fucking day 25 years ago they had lifetime i'm the movies. original emo bitch okay i've seen every movie lacey schubert has ever fucking been in get out of here ghost ghost of christmas what was it christmas spirit the one with the ghost man that haunts the goddamn house that the bitch is trying to sell. And then I was mad at Connor for like a day because he wasn't romantic, as romantic as a fucking fake ghost. <laughs> That's who I am as a person. Wait, I made about, a. Wait, are you talking about the movie where they're doing like the whole clay shit? Spirit with of Christmas. Spirit uh, okay. of Christmas. I, I, I was hoping you were like putting the He's whole He's like a like, sexy yeah, yeah, yeah. ghost with five o'clock shadow. And I was literally making a 
fucking list of the reasons my boyfriend is not a sexy okay, person. Okay, I was coming about to go with that whole Don't play, play shit, me. like fucking making clay. Next question, Connor. I love you. I love you. And when you're a ghost, I'll still love you. All right, are we ready for our one, two, three, four, five, our seventh question now? Wow, we're getting yeah. into this game. So, which celebrity couple? You don't like it. You, you don't most, have to be. Which celebrity couple are you most like? Oh, okay. Wait, I need to. Start. I am very interested to know this because honestly, I don't correlate either one of you with any celebrity I know. So I'm interested to see who you think you fucking remind me of. Like fictional or real? Oh, yes, real. I mean, Can you just answer your own question? Wait, 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 Cannot fuck with your answer. All right, we got Pinky and the Brain. Ashley Simpson and Pete Wentz. Essentially, the Pete Wentz of the group. So I'm gonna have to look this shit up on Wikipedia later because I don't Dude, know who either one of these people fucking are. I'm Jessica sorry, I'm 24 Simpsons years little old. Little sister and the fucking emo dude, and then they broke up because they were both too sexy and emo. All right, I like Pinky and the Brain. So two to zero. Is your right. my Pinky or are you the Brain? I'm the Brain. You're Pinky. 100%. Obviously. All right, erase those answers. Let's get to this next question. Yeah. Wait, yeah, can yeah, we yeah. be Nicolas Cage and Laura Dern at Wild at Heart? No, fuck Nicolas Cage. Why are you even pulling him in that? Um, because he had a snakeskin jacket in that movie, and it was fabulous. I don't give a shit what he was wearing. on each other's titties the whole movie. Have you seen Wicker on top Man, of like a Corvette. All these other shit films he's in? Fuck Nicolas Cage. We're not talking about it right now. Eighth question. Hashtag Nicolas Cage, I stand by you, and your hot pink jacket with Hello Kitty on the back. Hashtag At me, Cage. sponsored by Nicolas Cage. Make and stop making movies. Hey. Eighth question. One thing we will never agree on is blank. Sky and I have the opposite taste in men. Okay, I can feel that. <laughs> sponsored by what? Nicolas Spon- Cage. Sponsored by Nick Cage. Oh, man. Buzzkill, you heard it here. <laughs> Nick Cage. If all the audio cuts out in this in a minute, just know it's because Nicolas Cage... Fucking threw a lawsuit on us, and we can't we can't run anything. What about else Nick Cave, the original sad Nick boy? Cave? All right, Nick Cave's different. Nicholas is Cage. But is if Nicholas I erase Cage. Nick Cave and just put Marlboro, are we cool with that? J.P. Morgan might not be cool with that. All right, never ever. Of course, well, I'll never so. wear. I'll never. Hold on. I will never date a man who wears checkered kitchen pants. Really? Or has a stick and poke tattoo. And I know those are two of like your qualifiers. Those are two things about, of criteria let's get for right me. Here, the mic. I just want her to know. I just want her to know that I don't approve of kitchen pants. Say the word labia one time in the mic. Labia. Fuck yeah, that's fine. All right. All right, next one. Ninth question. What is her drug of choice? Oh my God. I didn't even, I wasn't even reading that at first. Sorry. Sorry, guys. What is her drug of choice? What do y'all love to do? Y'all party? Me. Me. Dead. Me. So, Meg's drug of choice is. Me and Skies is. So minus Meg. Meg. And Meg's drug of choices. This butthole on Angel Dust. Holy fuck. Okay. Just my butthole, not me though. I don't do it. I don't do drugs. Okay. Well, there we go. Being honest about it tonight. That Whew. sounds exhausting to say the least. What are we on? Ten? I don't do drugs. Oh man. Alright, this is a good one. Hopefully y'all correlate this answer correctly, because if not, we're just gonna stop the game here, because y'all are fucking losing at this. What is y'all's song? And please, please just get this right. This one right. The Boot Scootin' Boogie Club. I almost put Kiss from a Rose again and I felt like a dickbag. Those are our only two songs. I fucking changed my answer. 
It's a kiss from a goddamn rose. Which is still not the answer I, that Meg wrote. So it, they're no, both our songs. If someone wants to make us a kiss so from a rose. Hold on. I still lost that one. I want to say this. If someone wants to make us a kiss from a rose and Boot Scoot Boogie, but it has to be the club remix mashup, we will walk down the aisle to it at our fucking fake ass wedding fake? that we're planning. Meg, I'm just going to let you know from where I know Sky more than you, I can tell you 100%. You know this bitch more than she knows you. So we're going to keep going with these answers. Wow. All righty. It's getting Question. turbulent up in this bitch. Wait, hold on. One second. Get down, turn around. I love you. Aw. Scooting. Boogie. Yeah. Wait. I feel, like, I feel like these mics are separating us. Can we just... Do a little handhold for a minute. All That's right. Good. Read your question. All right, question number 11 or 12, because I can't remember because we've been drinking this entire time. What's something that makes her cry? Alrighty, we're back. We got literally anything about animals. Heartstrings on that. Marianne and Xanax. Okay. It, it has wow. to be together. All right, so I'm going to need to hear the story on either one of these stories right now because so, that's a big, wide range of what makes y'all cry. Since I know your mom's never going to fucking watch this podcast, I feel comfortable with this. Um, there was a day, a time, time ago, way before COVID, where um, Meg was parked on the side of the road having a total nervous breakdown. I had to go sit in her car with her. It was a, a total bonding moment for us, but... Come to find out her mom texts her like every three months to say some horrible shit. And then two hours later, they're friends again. But every time she sends me the text that her mom sends her, it's like, I don't want to love your mom anymore. <laughs> I do. So really, some of the only times I've seen Meg cry is on Xanax and getting a text from her mom at the same time. Or um, when Tara Reed loses an arm in Sharknado. So, um, well, acceptable answer. I'll take that. It's some... Heartstrings go ahead on the side. with that one because let's go ahead and hear this uh heartstrings with animals now. I mean, just anytime this bitch watches a national like geographic special, she's I crying. literally barnacle goose chick. Just fucking look it up. If you just look so, wait, up wait, the plight of the barnacle yeah. goose chick making it to adulthood, it's not even, you will also it's cry. It's not even that. I'm sure you've seen the new stuff. So if you watched Planet Earth just recently, like there was I can't. One, no, there was this one scene where they're in the middle of Antarctica. And it's just a vast white valley of snow. And all of a sudden, there's these polar bears walking through. And there's a baby seal just in the middle of nowhere. And the way I look at that, I'm like, dude, National Geographic planned this shit, like, 100%. Like, there's no, there was a a cut of hole in the ice. Like, they went and fucking captured that baby seal, threw that bitch out there, and was like, yo, we're going to get this shot real quick. It was, fu- it, it was. I'm not gonna. I'm not Just gonna ruin it for how y'all ever like, wanna watch it. But go ahead, Netflix. Okay, National but for Geographic. real, trauma time. Trauma time. All right, hold on. Let me take the shot. So everybody remembers those terrible Nash or not National Geographic. Those terrible Sarah McLaughlin commercials with the animals with the shelter where it's like I'm a dog that has fucking one eye and I'm like covered in fucking mud. Everybody remembers that. So my dad used to literally force me to watch them and be like, Scott, only have one eye, save me, save me, until I would start crying, and then he would laugh at me for crying. So, anyway, next question. All right. 
Thanks for the answers. That was some total honesty. I know a lot more about both of you now. I love tequila. So, and there is a whole fucking handle sitting here for us. We all try to take a shot. All right. And next question. What is her favorite drink? Oh, my God. There we go. Let's hope that these answers are the same. Can we do like a top three? I mean, y'all, because yeah, we're go veterans. Write, go ahead and write your top three because y'all drink all the time. I mean, with y'all. I can, we're I can all ladies now and we love to hydrate, but we're truly the Gandalf the Grey. All right, well, go ahead. Do either one of you drink beer? No. Not anymore. Okay, so go ahead and write your three top liquor choices because we're obviously out of the beer game right now. It's that a vodka a soda with lemon juice. It's a glorified Pellegrino. Okay, and you have a Negroni, which is a... Miami grandma. I don't know what the fuck that is. A Miami grandmother. I'm sorry. You know, I think I'm like five years younger than you. My grandma so used to drink... God, well yeah, Tristan's a baby. My grandma used to drink Negroni. So funny story. I, I love Negroni. I one night because she was hammered on Negronis. Worst thing over of her life. I love you. Do you put marks too? Yeah. Is that number, number two? two? Feeling frisky. Yes, baby. What's the last one? Oh, shit. That's my Negroni compilation is oh, shit. I don't drink Negronis. Okay. So the way that I'm looking at well, this. Well, it's still on your list. No, for you. I Fair don't enough. drink Negronis. All right. Well, the way I'm looking at this list right now is Sky definitely had one of your first drinks with a memory as her first spot so i'm gonna go ahead and give this point to sky so we're Thank sitting you. at two one fair enough Meg, number three would be aperol spritz you bitch wow i just want to let you know though that meg is leading you by one right now so you are possibly going to lose this game do we have one bit. more little ticket we have like three more oh my so god y'all hold y'all on, on with us yeah. all right meg you're doing good this All is right. what y'all always say. Sky, Sky, Sky is like, talk shop. Sky knows you, you, but obviously the, either the alcohol is hitting her or she has short-term memory loss like Dory from fucking I just feel like they don't, well, that's really what it is. I just feel like they don't even care if we talk shop. They just want us to be hammered. Question number, whatever this number is. What is your wife's favorite movie? Run that shit. <laughs> don't just there. write Pornhub on no, there. No, That's no, no. not there fair. My mom's gonna watch throw this. Throw some cubes on there. If you're gonna throw a dick, make it at least like a man. If you're gonna, hey, hey, I need you to stop trying to like hey. mansplain dick drawing to me right now. If you're gonna write Pornhub on there, write documentary. <gasps> Ooh, does right. that exist? So we got the labyrinth <laughs> and. Style porn? Or if that exists, style porn. I'm so really you're into talking, it. You're talking like fucking some chick gets stuck in a labyrinth somewhere and David, but like a, a, light, a look like a David Bowie coming in and like fucking this chick. In Listen, a labyrinth he somewhere. already had like a full on English ass cucumber in his pants the whole time. It's not a far leap or bound. Oh, that wasn't a cucumber. I'm too drunk to not be horny about this. Like, don't. Don't bring it up if it doesn't make sense. I didn't even get to see this. Oh, Sharknado. Shark fucking Nado. Yeah. Number one through eight. Yes. Or that is a fire. Or sand sharks or shark tipus or anything sharks. Shark, shark, shark. Shark. We love shark Um, yes, the labyrinth has been my longest running favorite fucking movie. If there is a porn and David Bowie's actually in it, and it's not like a stand-in that has like a weird meth face. DM me. Alrighty, we're gonna go on to our next question. And our next question is gonna be, does she keep a journal? 
today, and it either like affected you, and you wrote it down, or you ripped it out and threw it in the trash, like you know, a drunk. How embarrassing! This you is put your feelings out. No and yes. Okay, Sky, do you have a journal? I do have a journal. Do you I write just, your feelings in it? I do write my feelings, but not every day. I write in it like maybe once a month. Meg, do you have a journal? I do, and I write in it pretty much every day because I go to therapy. And work on my personal self. Good for you. <laughs> that is something I will stress to everyone. Work on yourself. If you are having a trouble in time, therapy is the fucking go. I go to therapy. Mm. She goes to therapy. I love it's therapy. I love Therapy's the shit. To, be fair, to be fair, I know we've all been drinking a lot, but like, there is no shame in working on your mental health. Mm-hmm. No, but there's also no shame in going to therapy either. I love talking to my therapist. To be fair, I do keep a journal, and that's why I keep a journal because I went to therapy and journaling really helped me and so now because I don't go to therapy when I feel the need to I journal but that's something your therapist recommended right yep absolutely. go to therapy there you go end of the question alright next one when she wakes up she is likely to find my blank on her blank so for Meg when Sky wakes up, she's likely to find my hand on her ass. True. All right. When Meg wakes up, she's she is likely to find my cats on her face. Cats meaning what, Sky? Um. Your physical cats. Well, I know you have three. I do have three. Um, and she sleeps on the couch, or she sleeps at my house because she doesn't wake me up snoring because I'll hit her in the face with a fucking bag of nickels. Things I'm terrified of. I hate snoring. Um, I mean literal cats, but it could be figurative cats. Alrighty, great answer. We're going to our last. If Mary Ann's watching, it's my pussy. We're going to our last question on that one. Alright, who said I love you first? Tell your mom I love her. Oh, who said? Alrighty, we got meatball and arrow pointing the sky. I'm a softie. So um, Sky's trying to blame my cat, but we is all know your cat named Meatball. Yes. yes, she's beautiful and she's an angel. Is she one of those cats that doesn't have any hair on her? No. Okay. So will she? Well, I can fuck with a cat that has hair on it. But well, she didn't have hair on her ass for like put me in a weird spot. She's no, a little she's a bald on her belly, but that's. She's a beautiful angel, and she told me that her mother was in love with me first, and then I told Meg I loved her. Mm-hmm. So technically, it was me. If you uh, as a sentimental story, I'm still gonna give it to Meg though, because Meg put the arrow towards you, and it sounds. Kind also, of like... I just have the vibe of a winner. Yeah, yeah, that is kind. Are of Are we weird. doing a flash round? I mean, we're doing the flash round now. She's hitting you four to one, so I mean, I'm still gonna just kind of put this out there to everyone. Like, Meg's probably gonna win. But we got like eight more questions, so we'll see how this fucking goes. Okay, yeah. flash round. Alrighty. Let me take a hit off this bait. <laughs> I'm glad to keep it going for the people. Alrighty. Oh, wait, my shot. Hold on. So, go ahead, take your shots. Salute. Alright. Alright, so this is a little bit different than the other rounds we've been doing. This is more of who is most likely to. So in order to get this point, either person is going to just draw an arrow either to themselves or to the other person. Whoever gets the arrow either to themselves or to the other person to correlate will obviously get a point. See it, so this is gonna be fun. So we have Meg leading at three, Sky leading at one. What am I an asshole? Why do you remember. love me the most? She's already got more than her, so. Just it's because I have two wives. Our first yeah. question is going to be, who is most likely to forget your birthday? 
So we have a tie. I'll remember hers. We're both pieces of shit. I'm sorry. I'm not a good friend. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to ask real quick. What is Scott's birthday? I'm not going to answer that for you. Don't answer it. No, go ahead. I only know because she tells me. June. Third. Thirteenth. Meg's a Leo. Third to thirteenth. your correct birthday? God damn it. June 24th. June 24th. God damn it! Alrighty, and now can you tell me what Meg's birthday is? Meg's a Leo. Okay, that doesn't tell me what her birthday is. She's got big dick energy. Give me the actual fucking date. Mm -mm. August. 720. Dude, are y'all even friends? <laughs> like, seriously, are y'all seriously We're actually friends? We're just really self-involved okay, you know friends. Best friends because we both smoke a lot of weed. So she tells me her birthday a month in advance, and then three weeks in advance, and then two weeks in advance, and then a week in advance, and then three days in advance. And I do the same favor for her because that's what people who care about each other, who love marijuana do. Anyway, next question. Okay, next question. There we go. Zero. Why does zero. my arrow look like a dick? I'm redrawing. Alright, who's most likely to remember someone's name that you met at a bar three weeks ago? Yeah, I'm just so more of a Meg at 10. Meg. Alright, well, we're going to go ahead and get up to Meg. What's your name again? What's my name? Oh, Jesus. Alright, yeah, here we go. Third hey, question. That's embarrassing. Was Tristan. That's pretty embarrassing for me. Who was most likely to wear the same outfit three days in a row? I kind of already feel like I know this answer. We're going to go ahead and see. We got Meg and Meg. I knew the answer already. There we go. We got a chef right here that fucking works hard. Ow, I'm a Simpsons character, but I'll still get your ass. Bitch, I'm the... Not in the past 24 hours. Like Bitch, I'm, I'm the Paris Hilton of this relationship in the sense of I've only been photographed in the same outfit twice. Thank you. All right. Fourth question. Who is most likely to be late for any occasion, whether it be a tattoo, a date, a funeral, or any type of, I guess, nice event, we'll call it right now. More like, like, who's most likely to be embarrassingly early and have to wait in their car in the back of a parking lot so nobody thinks that they're a creep? Oh, is that what you're doing usually? You're just showing up in like the back of a parking lot sitting by the dumpster? Hello, I have an anxiety disorder. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, no, it's Meg. Meg's most likely to be like Alright, well, Meg's got the two points then. Well, actually, no, since you... I think we're we've all we've I been mean, one yeah, for one at this point. Who is even winning at this point? No, Meg's one hundred percent winning. Like with earlier round, like Meg's one hundred percent winning. Like this bitch knows you way better than you know her. What even is life? I have life. a very specific probably, set of skills. You should probably get her something this week because this chick knows you emotionally and physically more than you know her. I'm just gonna throw that out. There. She wears all my tattoos. You tattoo her. It's but that sink in. And I, we watch all the Sharknados in one day, and I make her food, right. and I rub her Good feet, question. and I love her. Who's Shh. most likely to be arrested? One of us is loud. And mean. And mean. I mean, I, I, and mean, blue. I believe this right now. If I had to guess who's <laughs> going to get thrown in a top car night, it's 100 minutes. Not tonight. Don't put that fucking devil on me. I mean, I wasn't gonna put it on you. I was gonna say, hey, if anybody was gonna go to jail, oh well, let's see. That's my right. Hey, Meg, let's do arrows. Who's been to jail? Great, awesome. Can we move on? Okay. Who is most likely to get in a fight? Since you want to go that hard with it right now, I'm gonna go with Sky (laughs) too because this guy's fucking jujitsu. All right. Why is this all about me? Okay, let's go. 
I, I want to have. No, 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 I, I had a drink with you last week, and you were carrying a knife on your side. Like I, I always never, have a knife, and you I have know never that. went out with a drink with anyone, even a friend, and then have a knife on their side. So immediately, like looking at, it, I was like, "Yeah, this bitch is fucked with." Like we're in West Asheville, like you're definitely, you're definitely having to fucking pull that bitch out. On Number so one, I'm Puerto Rican. Number two, I'm from Jacksonville. Number three, I don't you around. should carry a fucking knife. Anyway, continue. I don't fuck around. All right. Who is most likely to be hydrated? Which, how, I, I was about to say, since we're all drinking right now, who's more hydrated? You're holding a bottle of water. You ain't holding shit. Hello. Right? You're holding a vape. You're holding a beer now. That's not even, All right. Meg's got this one. Cigarettes and coffee, baby. I'd like to take this moment to talk to y'all about something very important to I me. I drink a Gatorade once every three days. Hydration. Is key. Drink some fucking water, you dehydrated bitch. You're capable and you can do it, but I can't. That yeah, shit's important. This sponsor is brought to you by water. Drink that shit and you'll survive. Water. You can get it out of your sink. Fucking do it. Is yeah. this, has this officially turned into drunk history hour? I'm just All saying. Right. Three questions to the end. Meg is trailing by a lot because she knows you ten times better than you know her, Sky, and it's embarrassing, but I fucking love it. Hydration. Right. Who is most likely to lose their car keys? I already know. I'm the glad there's not a I question. Know the answer. I know the answer to this question. I've already. I already know. I, I love know. there's not a question of who's a better friend because clearly I'd be a dick bag. I mean, if it was written on this fucking word list that I got earlier, I don't, a word list. Who loses their uh, like a magician? I have to guess that you lose your car keys. Really? You lose your no, car it's keys? No, it's me. She loses your everything. Yeah. My glasses are clear and I lose them a lot and it's really inconvenient. She's left her purse at my house for like three days before. All right, I'll run that shit. I'll, I'll 100% believe that. I left $200 of meat in her fridge the other day. That's for three days. Christ. Okay. <laughs> Who's most likely to cry? I'm sure both of you are very emotional, so I'm just going to say you'll walk in the throat. Oh, never mind. We'll cry and hold each other. Oh, yeah, exactly. Both emotional. We'll cry and hold each other. You'll have a bad day and you're going to call each other. All right. Wow, this is... The probably weirdest fucking answer or question I've seen on this on this list. All right, so who is most likely to die and have their face eaten by their cats? Too many cats, man. How many cats do you? Uh, how many cats do you? You have three, right? Mm-hmm. And how many do you have? I have one and one. My roommate has one. Wait, you have a half of a cat? I'll say this. I mean, it's a full cat, but my roommate owns the cat. I'll say this. That doesn't stop it from eating you, though. Fair enough, but she's got three cats. Charlie won't eat anything but cat food, so I'm safe from him. He's a fucking uh-uh. idiot. Uh-uh. Princess, on the other hand, Princess is a vicious bitch, and she fucking hates my life, and she's trying to steal my boyfriend. Max will eat me out of respect and love and mm. trying to keep a part of me with him. So it's fucking definitely me, bitch, and they're going for the cheeks first. And I don't know if it's the face cheeks or the ass cheeks, but it's happening. And you know what? I'm fucking okay with it. Well, all I can say to you is don't die in your fucking house because you're fucked. You, on yeah. the other hand, apparently your roommate will probably save you. Every so. time I choke on a grilled cheese, I'm like, this is it. Don't the end. Don't and then I text Meg and I'm like, come over here. I'm like, oh wait, I'm fine. Well, I can tell you right now, I've had a fantastic time chilling with both of y'all. Thank you so much for this. This has been a great place. day Thank of you, the Tristan. newlywed game with Tristan Rosenberg. Thank you guys for chilling at Red Rabbit Tattoo. We're going to go ahead and end this out right now with a shot. Okay, but like real quick. If you could fight anyone, who would you fight and why? So, I don't know how much y'all are 
caught up on current events in this country. By current events, do we mean uh, super, super true conspiracy theories about people that we used to love but now we don't love? Is it even a conspiracy theory if it's true? I don't really know. I think that's just called facts. I think it's just called real news and facts. Either way, if anybody who's watching this has any insight to how to correctly address this problem... Avril Lavigne has been replaced by a bot. She's not real anymore. We and love real Avril and we hate fucking fake robot Avril. Write us at BuzzkillBianca at fucking Gmail. Real Avril is dead and we hate fucking fake robot Avril. And if y'all even are I'll trying to think that she's not Avril. fake, just just look up her most recent music videos because okay. they're terrifying. But like if I can't punt her, will you poke both her eyes? I mean, obviously. Can we wear matching luchador masks? I didn't think there'd be anything different. Can we set our wedding for a summer? Yeah, I mean, like, hashtag fake Avril. That's, I mean, going to be the point of our wedding. I was assuming... fake fucking Avril. Yeah. Okay, one more question. Truth or dare? After fake Avril, I'm going to go with Dare. Will you get my name tattooed on your butt by me? I mean, I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> Didn't you know that you're my hero? You are the wind beneath my wings. Hashtag dares or nothing. Hashtag my butthole is your butthole. Hashtag sorry, Marianne. Yeah. episode of buzzkill it is way past both of our bedtimes and both of our alcohol limitations Mm -hmm. so we're gonna sign off i will catch you next time with a new special guest next month and i will catch you when you least expect it in places that you don't expect (laughs) thanks for joining us I'll see you guys next time. Much love from Red Rabbit Tattoo and me, Bianca Sky, from Buzzkill. Thanks for hanging out with us, y'all. Go to bed. For real. I'm about to. I know you're drunk. You may want to show yourself. Okay, you made it to the end of the first episode.
to the end of the first episode. Oh my, oh my. Alright, now we're about to do uh, episode ad-libs. The first episode. Do that one more time. Of the first episode. Of the first episode. Oh my, oh my. Of the first episode. Of the first. Episode. Oh my, oh my. Of the first episode. Of the first episode. Of the first. Of the first episode. Alrighty tidy pants.